You're listening to the Bookkeepers podcast, sponsored by Iris Elements, the weekly podcast for ambitious bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be discussing topics which will help you build a successful practice which works for you. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm here with Joe Wood. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm here in sunny Wales today. How exciting. Actually sitting next to each other, which is lovely, but... For the first time we've done the podcast, sitting next to each other, maybe. I don't know. If you watched one where we were together, let us know in the comments. That would be really good. Um, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, thanks for being with us while we got ourselves started. We're here today with Matt Wilson, and we're going to talk about easy ways to get started with online marketing because we know that um, our community has lots of bookkeepers at different stages in business. Some of you are new. Some of you have been going for a really long time. Some of you are using social media, and some of you aren't. And we know Matt really well, and we know that he just is a fountain of knowledge in this area and we're really excited to have a conversation about it so Matt it's really nice to see you here today thank you so much for your time do you want to start by telling us a little bit about what you do um yeah sure yeah thanks for having me as well guys it's a pleasure to be on on your podcast I've not I've sort of uh did we first connect on Clubhouse was it Clubhouse we first connected I reckon or was it, was it I think yeah because you're 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 regularly in my rooms on Clubhouse and you're interactive so I sort of got to know you on there didn't yeah. I and then you come come to my event as well my name is Matt Wilson um the CEO of Einstein Marketer we're a, a digital marketing agency based in Kent in England we basically help you know small businesses generate more leads and sales using digital marketing platforms like YouTube, Facebook, uh, TikTok now as well, which is sort of like really picked up in the last year. Um, and we help them strategize a marketing plan to generate leads and sales. And that's it. We also do trainings and things like that a little bit. And we obviously do our event as well once a year. So we do a little bit of training and stuff as well. Amazing. Oh, amazing. And it was really weird because Zoe connected with you and said we've got to go to this event emc and it's in brighton so i drove to brighton september 21 met zoe it was the first time we got together after covid and then i saw you talking on stage and i'm like i really recognize that guy and then we realized how bookkeeping brought us together because i used to do the bookkeeping for matt's boss like yeah years ago and I used to we used to sit in a room together on our own while I was doing the bookkeeping and you were doing the marketing and yeah. I'm sure that, that you must be younger than me because I, I remember you were like a young kind of lad let's lad. say geezer. Whereas I, yeah you were <laughs> geezer and yeah. we didn't have much in common back then but how funny that our yeah. paths can cross later on and I'm like yeah. oh and then we realise that our children are in the same class at school. Yeah. So it's just been so weird, but we were brought together by Zoe. Isn't, isn't it all really yeah, weird? Well, well, cause, yeah, because we, um, uh, we uh, I, I was running, and I was at MD for Andy Harrington's company that you were doing the bookkeeping for. But then when I saw you at EMC, I remember you saying it. And then it wasn't until after EMC you found out that Ben, my eldest son's in the same uh, year at school with your daughter, wasn't it? So, and I, it's yeah. such such a small world such a small world but crazy it's so great because you know what you did and that the event you did with emc was well so good so good me and zoe absolutely loved it and there were so many amazing sessions and we were like it was just what we needed wasn't it at yeah. that point in our business where yeah. we had been doing everything online but we didn't really have that strategy or didn't really have the understanding of 
the real purpose behind everything and why we needed to focus on certain platforms. So today we want to kind of share some of that wisdom with everyone that's listening and like start back at the beginning, really. Um, And, you know, I think a lot of people when they start out, they think, firstly, which platform should I choose? So when people ask you that, I mean, because I remember all of the different talks at EMC, you covered everything. I mean, it really did open my eyes to how many opportunities there were. And and people can feel overwhelmed by thinking, well, what's the right one for me? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's really funny, actually, because the ads, have you, have you girls seen the new ads for EMC on Facebook yet? Have yeah, seen I, well, I've seen it on your website. Uh, yeah. So I'm, it's, it's, I'm not seeing the ad. I've seen a little promo yeah. video. So, so we actually did like a new ad for it and it's on Facebook at the moment. And 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 our, the whole the whole concept of the ad was years and years ago, well, not years and years ago, 10 years ago, marketing, marketing was easy to understand. You, you literally had a few options, right? You had yellow pages, you had flyers, and you had cold calling. That was pretty much it. But it was harder to get results. Because you were cold calling, obviously cold calling, um, yellow pages, you're on the same page as every other bookkeeper in England, for example. Um, and flyers, you know, it's just like, it's literally a shot in the dark isn't it really Mm -hmm. whereas nowadays it's easier to get results but it's way harder to understand because there's so many different things you've got facebook ads you've got um youtube ads you've got youtube you've got linkedin you've got content marketing seo and it's like what the hell and the whole concept of the ad was the reason we put on emc was to teach people all of these different things you know to make it easier to understand because it can get like you said it's very overwhelming you just don't know where to start you end up like where do i start it's such a complicated landscape i mean my answer to the question when people ask me uh that, that, that haven't done anything yet especially if they're just starting out and they want to get into some sort of marketing promotion lead generation to generate a few leads or inquiries into their business we always recommend Facebook as the, as the platform to start. And there's a few reasons for that. Firstly, it's the cheapest mm-hmm. still, although people say, no, oh, it's well expected. It is not, trust me, because we advertise, we spend about 600,000, between six and 700,000 pounds a month on ads for our clients. Mm-hmm. We spend a lot of money on all the platforms and we know that that's the cheapest. It's also the easiest to sort of figure out. It's quite easy to use. It's very, it's very targeted. So for local businesses, especially like, for instance, if you're a local bookkeeper and you want some more clients in your local area, the beautiful thing about Facebook is you can literally just just run an ad to people in Gravesend, for instance, where, where, where me and Joe live and the surrounding areas and get leads just there. You can target just there and then you can put in some other criteria as well. Um, so and, and also as well, you don't have to do like video. You think of TikTok and YouTube, you have to do a video. Mm. And there's so many people out there that's very intimidating. I'm not too bad at it now. I've been doing it a while, but I used to I remember the fear of doing it six six years ago. I did my first video and I was terrified. You know, I was well self-conscious. I was like, I look like an idiot, I sound horrible. Um, because the sound of my own voice was just terrifying. I was just like, oh my god, do I really sound like that? <laughs> and um the good thing about Facebook is image ads, just this really simple image ad can, can perform way better than, than, than video a lot of the time. So we recommend people start there for those reasons um, because it, it is easy to get results. You know? Interesting. So this is really interesting because I think that, so we've gone straight into ads 
we've we haven't even like touched on like organic so mm. would you, if you were starting a business today would you start straight away with ads? if i had a bit of budget because again it's not that expensive i i would knowing what i know now i would and there's a few reasons for it first of all i'm very impatient um <laughs> organic is you've either got to give up time or money that you have to decide which one you want to give up because organic stuff outreach all of this sort of stuff it 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 can take a long while to get a result and i'm i would rather just pay a hundred pounds to get that result today rather than spending three days three weeks on an organic strategy that might get me that result in that period of time so um yes i would because you can do it again if you and if you if you've got the right strategy and you're doing it properly you can get results very low risk where people go wrong with paid advertising is well first of all they think it's thousands of pounds it's not you could literally spend a fiver on facebook and get a result now i'm not saying you will, definitely will but you can that's the you can just spend the five here's facebook here's five pound that's all i want to spend they'll spend that five pound and then they'll stop so you can start a very very low barrier of entry you know there's um there's not much risk when you're doing it that way so i would i would start paid just because of the speed of it however organic is very very powerful and like the the organic that we do is um cold like cold outreach so cold outreach is fantastic because you you predetermine who who's gonna see your message right whether that's uh, an email campaign um whether that's um you know following people on linkedin and, and do, going down that strategy you've got a criteria of the businesses or the the audience that you want to target you can say look i my i only serve um personal trainers that's it whereas if we run an ad on facebook we can sort of decide who we're, we're showing the ad to but it's not it's not infinite it's not like definite that we're only going to show ads to personal trainers whereas if we are doing a cold outreach strategy we can use um, the information that like LinkedIn gives us, for example, or the email list that we might buy to do an email campaign um, to predetermine who sees that message. So, so cold outreach can be a fantastic way of organically getting leads as well. Wow, I hadn't even thought about. So using, using a provider like yourselves to do cold outreach rather than just po like, like than a social media like agency is such that like posting on your behalf you're doing you can do there's so much so many different routes aren't there that, to go yeah. um but so i like the fact that you say if you're going to start off with investing money rather than time if you're ready time. to move from that organic and move into okay let's see how it goes that facebook is the first one to go i think that's a really good really good piece of like knowledge to know that because that takes away all that overwhelm with youtube apps and Google ads and all this stuff as well. Yeah, because a lot of the time when people think advertisement, they think they think TV, so they think video, they think film and all that sort of stuff. And that's just not the case anymore. You know, we can run really good ads and get really good results with with something simple like an image ad on Facebook. Mm. Yeah. But there's a question that's come from Kath actually, and she says, "What age group do you think are looking at Facebook though?" Um, are clients in their 30s likely to be there? So she's aware, like Kath knows who her ideal client is. So she's thinking, are they going to be seeing the stuff that she wants to do? And I'm really pleased Kath's thought about that because I think often, like even going back a step, like you said, even with cold outreach or if you're um, doing ads, and I guess we can talk about this more, you still need to know who you want to show that 
too. You, you want to know who you want to be seeing it. And yeah. I think this is that part of the, the marketing strategy that maybe when we just dive in and like, I just need to talk about what I do here everywhere um, and hope someone sees it, that it's, it's actually going back and like thinking, well, who really do I want to reach? So who do you think is on Facebook? Like, who would you be targeting that? Well, I mean, in terms of age, I mean, there's still, you know, tens of millions of people between 25 and 40 that are on Facebook. I mean, I'm, 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 30, I'm 36. I was about to say I'm 36. I'm not yet. I'm 36 next week, but I'm still on Facebook regularly. The, the, the younger demographic is tougher to get on Facebook now, but although there's still hundreds of thousands, if not millions between the ages of like 18 and 25, but that's minimizing because they're now on TikTok and, and these, these newer platforms, you know, they look at, and I know this from us because my son tells me all the time, they look at Facebook and say, that's where all the old people hang out. Yeah. Whereas, whereas I, I joined Facebook when I was 18 and it was where only young people hung out. See, mm -hmm. it's like evolved, you know, but I mean, if I, if I click away like this girls, can you still see my face or? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Cause what I can do, let me just um, have a little look. If I, I can actually tell you if I, I, I can, I can sort of do a little, between the ages of this and that. And I can actually have a look. Oh no, I can't. It's automatically logged me out of my account for some reason. So I can't do that. I've <laughs> teased, teased you for it. But yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, but, but, but million, millions of people are still on there, especially in their 30s. 30s is the, again, that's my generation. That's, that's, these are the, we're the guys that started on Facebook. We're well committed to it. It's where a lifetime of photos are and all of our friends are connected. So 30s is, is, is actually now the biggest, 30 to 45 is the biggest market on Facebook now, but it's just getting older and older as the years go on. Yeah. It's just moving. Yeah. And I, and, and I suppose it depends on the kind of industry as well and things that your, your clients are, it, because if they are running a very, um, I mean, I, I find with like salon owners, loads of them are on Facebook, but the newer ones coming through are on Instagram and mm. And, and I'm sure you'd say that with creatives, yeah. they would be on Instagram. That would be their platform of choice. Although I think that might change now. And, and I suppose yeah. it's like being aware of like, actually, is it TikTok that we need to be thinking about? Or is there something else that haven't even thought of yet? So it's always thinking, where are these people going to be? I guess though, with like Facebook ads, you can be using Instagram as well. Your, your ads on Facebook can go to Instagram too. Yeah, I was just about to say, just, just so that, just that everyone watching is clear, it's the same thing. From an advertiser's point of view, it, it's actually exactly the same thing. So you log into Facebook ads, and that is where the Instagram, it, it's all one thing. So what you do is you just select, do you want this ad to show on Instagram as well? Yes, and you just select it. So it's exactly the same. So you can, you can only target Instagram from Facebook ads if you want to. Turn Facebook off, just show on Instagram. We've actually got a a client of ours who is a salon owner coach so she like goes after all those people on instagram yeah nice nice so if you think about like the kind of content you want to be sharing whether you want to be doing or it's probably different actually for organic or ads um if you're starting from scratch with any kind of social media marketing what kind of content should you be sharing and it does it need to be different kind of content for your ads um yeah. So an ad, if you're going to do an ad, you, you've got really, you've got, you, you've got two types of ads. You've got a, what I call a direct response ad, which is basically where you're asking the audience to do something. You're asking them to click, to download something, click to inquire, click to buy. It's a direct response ad. And then you've got like an awareness ad or an engagement ad, both the same thing, awareness or an engagement ad 
which is just used to um, add value to a marketplace, you know, and, and, and when we're talking about organic as well, the organic type post, if, that, if that's the, the sort of question you were asking, my, my advice to all of my clients, especially service-based businesses, is information. Information is the best form of content to put out there, how to do this thing, how to do this thing, how to do that thing, because what information does without you knowing it is it qualifies your audience for you. You know, like for instance, if I'm an accountant and I want to find loads of people who I can help, which are going to be self-employed people or business owners, I want to put out content that can help them do something, right? The, the things that I do, because every human being thinks that they want to do something themselves before they hire someone to do it for them, right? That's how we're wired. The first thing we will do if something needs doing is we'll look to see if we can do it ourselves. Then we realize how much of a pain in the ass it is and we look to hire someone to do it for us. That's just how we're wired, right? So if you're the person that's there adding the value and, and you show up when they're looking to do it themselves, oh, that was useful. You know, I didn't know that. And then they learn something about a thing or, wow, that was a little nugget. And you're the person they'll come to first immediately. Mm -hmm. Because you putting that information out positions you as that expert. They now they think, wow, that was really good information from you know John over there. Like I, I learned a lot there. I, I don't really want to do this myself. I'm like, oh, so I wonder if John's got a service that I can. And then they follow up with them there. So information in micro pieces is the best form of content to put out. You know, tell them how to do what you do for them. And, and people always say that when I say this to people, they're like, then they're not going to need me. It's the opposite. Because at the end of the day, they can't do what you do. They can't do it. So, but if you teach them how to do it and then they understand it, then they'll understand the value you bring and then you'll be the person that they, that they hire. So it's a really good way to sort of build an audience and, and more importantly, qualify your audience as well. I hope that makes sense. It really does. I'm just thinking about uh, mine and Zoe's recent experience. Um, we wrote a book and then um, it's not out yet, but then we decided to, create an audio version and we did exactly that right well how do we do this ourselves and we were looking up you know how to edit things on garage bands you know egg boxing the walls um yeah. and all of that and like yeah we could learn how to do it but then we we're like we're never well, gonna do that we're never gonna do that that sounds yeah. horrific where do we find an expert that does that so that's what we told the guy who did the audio like teach people what they need yeah. is when they realize all the stuff they need to do to get yeah. that and they're still not going to get the same quality he would have done then it was things like it was things like just his him slowing us down when we were talking and keeping us at the same place. if he told if he explained everything someone would need to do they'd go oh god that sounds horrific and i will just hire him to do it so i completely get that from the buyer point of view yeah. and i do yeah. think it's, I think it's an old-fashioned kind of marketing thing where we grew up, where everything was hidden. Don't tell them what you do. Keep Don't it tell, yeah. Um, because then they'll know. But you're so right. People don't, and the people that go ahead and go and do it themselves were never going to be your client anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. So, what do you do when someone's seen your uh, either your social post or they've seen an ad? What do you ask them to do next? 
Yeah, um, it depends on the objective, really. So like we, we, we really sort of specialize in lead generation for our clients. So we, we, you know, most of our clients, again, are service-based businesses. They need leads to either call and close or um, they need appointments booked so that they can get a, a call closed, you know, a, a, a client closed. So with that, we would, it, it, the objective of generating that lead, you can do in a couple of different ways. You know, what we like to do, again, going back to offerings, or, or putting out information for free, we like to talk. We like to um, work with what's known as a, like a lead magnet. And lots of you guys might have heard this phrase before. I know you two have, but go on, tell us. Tell us guys like, there's like a whole like what's a sales funnel? Like there's lots of jargon. It would be really easy for us to slip into, and I feel like we need a little yeah. marketing 101. But yeah, just yeah. tell everyone who doesn't know what a lead magnet is and what the purpose is. Yeah, so like a lead magnet is. Um, how we explain it is like an irresistible bribe that gives a specific chunk of value to a prospect in exchange for their contact information. That's like a little paragraph to, 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 to explain it. And what it is, is something that they can instantly get. So it's, you know, it has to be digital. It's got to be instant, like a downloadable PDF. Lots of, now, now I'm saying this, everyone's like, oh, I've seen those before. And it's got to teach them how to do something and solve a specific problem. So again, using my, um, um, ex example of an accountant again. If I'm an accountant, a good lead magnet for me might be some, again, thinking of who I need. I need people that are self employed or business owners. I don't want employed people. So my lead magnet has to tell employed people that this isn't for them. And it has to tell business owners and um, self employed people that it is for them. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm an accountant, I'm thinking to myself, right, you know, why do people first come to me? Like, what's the reason they just call me up for a quick job? And that will be, you know, helping them file a tax return, let's say, right? And I thought, oh yeah, loads of people first find me because they just want help with a tax return. So it's obviously a big problem on a lot of people's minds. It's something they want help with. And then lots of those people then become really good clients and maybe I'm, I end up being their bookkeeper or their accountant or whatever after that. So why don't I create something to help them do that? Because if they download that, then that tells me that they're obviously interested in potentially working with a bookkeeper or an accountant. So I might create a, literally like a PDF. So I write a Word doc and I'll call it five ways to save money on your tax return. Or, you know, the, 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 the three things you must do to stay compliant with your tax return. I was like, I don't know, something like that. And I'll just, I'll, I'll do, you know, do it in a Word doc and I'll offer that out to the marketplace. And I'll offer it for free in exchange for their contact information. And when someone clicks on an ad, they can, they can, in Facebook, you can have a form that pops up that can take that information. So they say name, email, where do you want this sent basically? Oh yeah, I want it sent to this email. Might ask for a phone number as well. But the most important thing that we're doing there is we're, we're capturing that information. We're capturing that lead. That's someone that's held their hand up and said, you know, I'm interested in, in, in help doing a tax return. So now they're on our list and they're on our email list. And one thing that I believe all business owners should do, small, big, medium, large, whatever, they should all focus on building a list of subscribers, qualified subscribers, because not everyone is ready to buy when you're ready to sell. That's a very important thing to remember. It's a really funny story, actually. We had, I told this on Clubhouse a couple of weeks ago. We had someone just out of the blue um, call in the office and they hired us and to do a load of work for them and they pay us monthly as well. But the upfront fee that we charged them was £6,000, which is quite a big chunk. And when we looked at this person, this contact record in our system, 
this person joined our list at the end of 2018. This was two months ago. So, and it's, so that's like three years. This person, but we captured them using a lead magnet. So we captured them. We knew they were qualified because of the lead magnet downloaded, but they weren't ready to buy anything yet. But because we were sending them out communications, and I think you guys are on a list, like we send out like blog posts, like useful tips and trainings and things like that. Again, information, telling them how to do it. When he was ready to buy, we were the ones that he wanted to hire. And that just goes to show that like building a list of subscribers is so important because what you do, especially if you're spending money on ads as well, you have to. You've got to try and capture their details before you try to sell to them. And a lead magnet is the best way we've found to do that. Because if you just advertise um, and say, buy my thing or inquire about hiring us, you're literally only going after the low hanging fruit in a marketplace. Mm -hmm. And like the way I explain it, I don't know the numbers exactly, but from my experience, any, every market has got like three types of people. You've got your low hanging fruit, your hyper buyers, your, your decision makers. Like that's me. If I see something, I'll just buy it straight away. A lot, and most of the time I don't even need it. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I'm just one of those people that can make a buying decision very easy. Don't worry about it, just buy it. And then you've got, but that's only about 20% of any market, 10 to 20% of, of any market is those people. Most people are advertising, just going after those people. They're saying, buy my stuff, inquire to hire us. So you're only going to get those people. The biggest part of any market, 60 to 70% of any market is your considerate buyers. The ones that need a little bit more time. They have to do a bit of shopping. They've got to go around. They've got to do a bit of due diligence. They've got to think about it. They've got to talk to someone. They've got to do. And that's the biggest part of any market. So if we're going, if we're only going after the hyper, the, the low hanging fruit in any market, we're missing out on the biggest portion of the market. But what we need to do to get those people is understand they need more time. We have to be empathetic. And that's one of the most powerful skills you can, you can acquire in marketing anyway is empathy like being able to understand what it's like for someone else, because that's how you can communicate with them. So if we can understand, okay, these people need a bit more time. So here's what we'll do. We'll offer something for free in the form of a lead magnet. We'll get them on our list. Then we'll nurture them and warm them up. And every now and then call them to action to hire us or to talk to us about hiring us. And what you'll get is you'll get in that 60 to 70% of the audience, you'll get uh, John, he needs a month and then he'll book a call and then you get Jane who needs six months but then she'll book a call and then because you've got these people and you are nurturing them over time you slowly start converting those people and as long as you're doing it right the most important thing about a lead magnet if you're going to use one is that it qualifies the audience that's the number one goal mm. so you have to be very careful with the name of the lead magnet the thing you call it what you call it is the thing that tells you that they're the right audience for you. So for instance, if I'm an accountant, going back to that again, and I did a lead magnet called tax, I literally just tried to be all flashy and called it tax, right? If I ask myself the question, could employed people be interested in that lead magnet? There's a good chance they might be. But if I call it five ways to save money on your tax return, that's a qualifier, mm -hmm. a business owner's guide, that's another qualifier. Mm. Then I can sort of say, why would someone that's employed download that? They probably wouldn't. So most of the people that are coming on my list are going to be the right people. So as long as you're doing, the, doing it properly and they're qualified, 
they can very easily turn into great customers moving forward. Wow. Yeah. We love this. Yeah. I love this. I mean, we know, we know, um, I mean, we'll give you a real example. Like I don't mind like saying, you know, we think it's really important to build an email list as well, because you don't own social media platforms, like any of your platforms, you don't own no. it. Um, Absolutely. Our, our Instagram account was apparently, according to Instagram, accidentally deleted about a month or so ago. For about a month. For about it? a month. Mm. And we wow. went through all sorts of stuff to get it back. And, uh, and, the, and there wasn't, you can't really communicate no. with them. So um, we, we were impersonating someone else, apparently. apparently. <laughs> so uh, it was a really strange situation. And I think that's, that's the thing. Like, that's why you need to know that, you know, whatever you do on social media, if you're trying to build an audience or a community or whatever, you, you don't have control over that. But your email list, you do. And yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah. You build really good relationships with people through email marketing. And um, I did like in my book in practice, I had a lead magnet, which was an opportunity to talk about, you know, the things that were relevant. And we do the same. Um, you know, people who are on the mailing list of a six figure bookkeeper, you'll hear emails from us and you get to know us through those emails, perhaps in more of a way than you do if you're in, just in the Facebook community. So we do yeah. think it's really powerful and important to be building. And I can see Kath saying, I need to start an email list. And Laura's sharing an idea about, you know, something as simple as like key, <coughs> date, key dates all self-employed people need to know. And, uh, you know, if you're self-employed, you'd see that, you know, but it's again, like you said, thinking, well, are self-employed people the people I want to speak to is, is tax mm -hmm. returns my core service? Because it's just mm. like that lead magnet is going to speak to a specific sector of people. And are those people the people that I'm really trying to find right now or actually am I looking for people who want a fuller service that maybe are going to pay more and it's going to depend on your own business and your strategy yeah absolutely I mean like a tax return the tax return idea is, is basically just to get them in again one of the one of what, what one thing sort of on our on our little checklist that we've got for lead magnets is it's a it's very specific what, what it's got to it's got to teach them one thing that you do and and if that thing again qualifies the audience then there's a very good chance they need all that other stuff but what you can't do is put one out that's that's very broad and teaches them too much stuff because it mm. won't have that same appeal try to how how we do it is we ask our clients we say what is the number one thing that people hire you for to start with forget what they get after that like and, and all this other wonderful stuff you do what's the what's the number one reason they come and find you what's that one thing that they want done and we've, had, we've actually got an accountant on our books and, and it was that it's like mate they always just want that they come in though they call up and say look i need to help with this tax return but then they become really good clients moving forward it's like okay well let's just let's just help them solve that problem because that seems to be a really good way for you to uh, get bigger clients from it and then go out and solve that problem so have a little look and just think to yourself you know what is it what is it that i can do or teach someone to do really easy which will tell me that they might be interested in all this other stuff as well that you offer it's so cool and i, I mean i love that whole idea i mean the analytical side, side of me loves the idea of like when you put something out there and then there's all that analysis and the figures and numbers behind the scenes on the Facebook ads that you can like watch what it's doing and mm -hmm. then you can try and improve it by maybe changing the title a bit or changing the audience a bit and you know there's so much that can be done so but there's a lot to it so one of the other questions we've got like do you offer any Facebook ads training as a firm as well or are you only a done for you service? Uh, yeah we have we've actually got we, we've only launched it twice we've got our Facebook ads crash course um, which is 
the whole point of that was to get someone having a campaign up and running in under four hours. So we set ourselves a goal. We were like, can we teach someone that's never done Facebook ads how to actually get a campaign running in under four hours? So the training's three hours and then and then obviously I they need like that. an hour to sit. Oh, did I you? bought that. Yeah, you had me sold. I remember. I remember. <laughs> and then I think that's when we started to try ourselves. But you're you're right. Yeah, it was we only. Did. It was only. We we launched it. It was 180 pound normally, but we launched. We did. We did two launches for 45 quid. Oh, that was it. Because 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 again, it was like we knew that if we put that out for that, there's a very good chance they'd be like, do this for me. But that's not the case. Like they will get, I mean, yeah, again, we've had great reviews from it, but they'll, 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 um, they'll, they'll be able to see that, you know? Mm. Yeah. They'll be able to go through we'll, that for sure. We'll get that de the details from you and we'll share it in the link underneath. Um, okay. What we'd love to talk to you about though is EMC. We've obviously mentioned, you know, we went to EMC last year. Um, unfortunately, there's a date clash this year with Accounting Web, uh, which Accounting Web Live, so which Joe and I will both be at. So we we bought our tickets actually while we were there. So we're like, we have to come next year, and then we're we're not going to be attending. But we know yeah. that it's it was such a good couple of days, and we, one of our bookkeepers from our community was there too. So we got to hang out with her, and and so oh, well. see that it was really relevant for her in her business as well. So we thought it would be nice to talk to you about what um, EMC is all about. For anyone who's listening because we I mean I'll be honest so much happened in that couple of days that we had to like take some time out from some of the sessions because we were like we need to process what we've just learned so we can yeah. use this let's go to a bar <laughs> and drink and make yeah so good that we were able to dip in and out and do that because then we were able to just focus on because the thing with the conferences you're often particularly if you go to lots of accountancy conferences you're like i need to be here i'm on this site i need to go to this and this and this and go to all these stages and actually we're like we've just heard something amazing we need to think about this rather than divert our attention to the next thing we could be doing because that's what it's like with marketing it's like you could do this you could do this you could do this but you need the focus so yeah. we, that's how we used EMC for ourselves. I'd yeah. love to know. I'd love to hear from you, like what it's all about in 2022. Uh, I'm. I saw the lineup, and I've got massive FOMO. <laughs> like, can we get a helicopter there or something? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, let us know all about it. Yeah. So um, EMC is the Entrepreneurs Marketing Conference, and um, it's really funny that you say that because if you remember my opening talk, I actually told you to do that. You did, because yeah. one, one of the things that so so first of all there's lots of uh business entrepreneurial marketing type events over here in the uk and every single one of them they will sell something from stage and they'll they'll sell you a course or a you know they'll sell something and they'll be like you know run to the back of the room and buy this thing and the the, the reason that all these other um uh, events that are out there try to keep you in the room it's like you've got to stay in for every session is because they want as many people in the room as possible for when they sell we don't sell from stage so i started this event two years ago we've run it twice this will be the third one and and the goal was to create an event obviously you've got to pay for, for a ticket because there's no selling so there's no way you can monetize it apart from sponsors and things like that but i wanted an event where people could come learn some amazing like actionable you know, practical information they can actually take away and implement into their businesses without being sold to. And so, so I don't care if you're not in the room. Like, I don't care if the room's half full. I actually say in my opening speech, I'm like, look, I don't want you to have a negative emotion attached to this event. And overwhelm is a negative emotion. I don't want you to go and be like, 
I can't even remember anything because it was too much I learned. You know, I want you to go away and only have good feelings about it. So what I say to people is like, look at the schedule, pick out what you actually think you could use in your business, sit in on those talks. And when you're not, and then any, anything else, just go to the bar, meet people, relax, go through your notes and just have a good time and then come in and learn some stuff. So that's how it's sort of like laid out. We want people to, we want it to be like that. I want it to sort of half filled and then the bar half filled as well, people having a great time. Um, so yeah, so the so EMC is, is just that. We've got a load of speakers coming down. This year, our headline speakers are um, Billy Jean is marketing, who lots of you guys won't know, but for me, he's a big deal. I mean, I've got a bit of a man crush on this guy because he's a, a genius, he's actual brand's genius, actually, but he's, he's a genius marketer and he's flying all the way from the States. He's never been to Europe before and wow. he's, he's a good friend of mine. So he's coming over just for this event. Um, Karen Brady from The Apprentice is one of the headline speakers. And we just announced earlier on this um, month that Stephen Bartlett from Dragon's Den is coming as well. He actually spoke last year before Dragon then started, but we, we've got him coming back um, because he was just awesome. A very inspiring guy, you know, and he's huge. He's everywhere. Um, and and loads of other speakers. Oh, and, you've got and, Lisa, and, Lisa Johnson, who's a Lisa, friend of our Lisa community. Johnson. Lisa yeah. Johnson's our fourth headliner. Yeah. yeah. And, and like she, she's obviously amazing. She's going to be coming and talking about um, her affiliate launch strategy that she did. And basically I, I tried to get as many speakers talking about as many different things as possible. So we've got, we've got a guy from TikTok that works for TikTok coming down to talk about TikTok ads. We've got Snapchat ads, Google ads, SEO, content marketing, Facebook ads, uh, into, you know, every, every, everything we've tried to sort of podcasts, we, we've tried to get everything in there so that again, someone can just pick out what they want to learn and then, and then just have a good time. We have a party on day two. So this time, because we've got a bigger room and a bigger stage, we've got a, a live band slash DJ. They actually did my wedding. I got married a couple of weeks ago, um, well, about a month ago now. And we had the most amazing band come down. They basically, they're called All The Feels Collective. And they, they play club classics, but they've got a man and a woman singer, a DJ, a saxophone, electric violin, and some bongos. And they was just, and all they play is club, and all they play, all they play is club classics. So they just play oh bangers, you know, like, and, so and so, so the party, the party this year is going to be amazing, um, because we just want everyone to just have a great time. So, um, so that's the event. It's on the thirtieth of November to the second of December. Um, the event is, and what I'm going to do, I, I see you guys have put your link up there, but I've actually got some discount codes still available that we had in the office um that are still available so if your guys do want it as long as you make sure you use that link for the girls and um the discount code is emc dragon okay. doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what um case it is you know emc dragon all one word and that'll give you 20 percent off your ticket um, oh. and, and I'll tell you what else I'll do because you'll be able to, you'll use that link. So I'll know that you've come from this podcast. If you do sign up, I'll give you that Facebook ads crash course for free as well. I'll send you that. Nice. That's amazing. Just to say to everyone, that is an affiliate code that you're um, using. So we do receive a commission if you use that code, but if you can get your hands on that, it doesn't cost you any extra. You get that 20% discount, discount and you get the 
um, crash course. That's amazing. So thanks for sharing that with us, Matt. That's amazing. Um, I, I mean, if there's anything we can do to be there, we'll be there. And I can see like people saying I need to be like Catherine is in the southeast, so she. I think she's going to be there. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's in London. It's, it's it's in London this year. So unfortunately, we had to move away from Brighton. I loved Brighton. I love Brighton because it's just such a cool place. And yeah. it sort of fitted into the brand. You know, we, we, we consider ourselves quite cool anyway. We're probably not, we're probably geeks from an outsider point of view, but we consider ourselves quite cool. And we thought like Brighton's quite hip and, and cool. But unfortunately, because we've gone bigger this year and, you know, we'll have between 750 and 1,000 people there. Um, it, it, the, the, the place where we, where we had it last year at the Hilton in Brighton, we, could, we were supposed to do it this year, but now they're renovating that whole place. They're renovating the whole thing. So we couldn't go there. So we, we we brought it to London because as well, going bigger, we wanted to make it easy for people to get to. And, you know, London's easy. So it's just next to the O2 Arena. It's literally by in Greenwich, by the O2 Arena. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Gutted you girls can't come. Oh, yeah. no. We'll have to see what yeah. we can do. But um, yeah, it, I think it's, it's going to be an amazing event. And I think like you'll take from it like us list obviously we run a different like joe's running a bookkeeping practice but i was there attending as you know six-figure bookkeeper thinking like what can we take from this but and i think whoever you are and wherever you are and what you do in your business mm. there's going to be something different that's going to appeal to you and also just the inspiration like some of the stuff we learn like we just never could have expected and uh, like we you know we have sweatshirts so members of our six-month success program always get a sweatshirt <coughs> Um, we give badges away and things like that and like things that we learned about merchandise like who would have thought that would be something we take away and I think it's just yeah. like yeah. you never know who you're going to be in a room with and, and yeah. what kind of, like Beiju yeah. Beiju is going to be emceeing for you isn't MC, he? Yeah, he is. you're right. Yeah. Beiju like yeah. we've worked with Beiju he's like, such, cool, such a yeah. friend of our community so you know you'll get to spend time with people like that it's, it will be an awesome event yeah I mean you know like and, and me as well like yeah, you, you know the girl, the, you, you two know I'm I'm uh, it's not one of these things where I'm in the I'm I'm in the audience a lot of the time yeah like I sat I sat in the audience for three or four speakers that I wanted to learn from now you mm -hmm. know they, these are the guys I'm getting in I'm getting in agency owners guys that actually do it like practitioners of it um not necessarily just guys that teach it so lots of them do teach it as well but that they actually are like agency owners like me so they're, they're, they're the actual experts and I give them one goal and that is you have to give them something like a golden nugget just unbelievable golden nugget that they can take away and actually implement that's your goal you know because you, you, they're not allowed to they don't sell anything they no. have to so they come and they, and they all compete against each other because we have like a little back end sort of like uh, between us I'll give you know I'll treat at least one of them to like a really cool night out and stuff like that for whoever gets like the you know the best response from the crowd or the or the favorite you know like last year was Spencer Lodge yeah, weirdly yeah. you know but he's he's back again because he was like amazing obviously but yeah that's their goal that's the goal I give them and I say look, so they what they do is they come with the best strategies that they've, they've actually used so a lot of the time they'll get up and they say yeah this is what we did for a client and they'll show you like this amazing strategy that generated you know loads of sales or loads of leads and it's like fucking hell I can literally just go and you know take that away and implement it so that's that's the goal of the whole three days yeah oh and it really and it really was that we we did come away with so much it really helped and it was actionable like you say it wasn't it wasn't so complicated that it was like we need an agency to do it there was and yeah, that was it things that we didn't even think that we needed 
we got from it it was amazing so yeah yeah, i think kath's definitely gonna be there she is so (laughs) excited in the comments um she is so excited she's coming for the music she's coming for stephen bartlett and beiju and she loves geeks and she's all over this so i think we love you you, so yeah Yeah, brilliant kath see you there come and find me like seriously you can i'm approachable i'm in the crowd like i said I, I got smashed with these two in the bar at the party. I think we ended up at the in the bar after the party, didn't we? That's we where did. we found out. That's where we. That's where you told me that. Yeah, two a.m. in a lift. We had a conversation. Two a.m. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come and anyone, anyone that is going to come, you know, that 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 know um, Zoe and Joe, just come and say hello and let me know who you are. I'll I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be around for sure. I'll be speaking. I've got a couple of slots. So I'll be doing some. I'll be doing some um, lead gen stuff and then also some email nurture stuff as well because that's we've been focusing a lot on that this year again going back to that person that purchased after three years it really made me think i was like bloody hell that no one really teaches that part like how to you know nurture a, a, you know th- those people over time so i'm doing a slot on that and a slot on facebook ads as well but but for the most part i'm just going to be you know sitting around and sitting in and drinking at the bar probably <laughs> oh brilliant nice. oh. oh thank you so much I've, we've learned so much i'm sure everyone who's been watching i mean you know people still here listening it's obviously been so valuable for everybody um yeah i hope like i'm is there any way we can get there i don't know we'll see um but we'll be there next year if we're not at this one yeah um, yeah for sure yeah, yeah cool oh thanks so much for joining us and thanks everyone for joining us today and sharing your insights and we'll see you next week don't forget to join us every week on the bookkeepers podcast with topical bookkeeping chat why not join our free facebook group the six figure bookkeepers club or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com